Namaste and welcome to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. This is Cindy Lindsay Royale coming to you for Divine Lineage, talking today about the true nature of surrender. Surrender is one of the keys to a spiritual life. It's a truth that we find in so many different spiritual traditions around the world. It's a true understanding of a relationship with God. And when we understand it, we realize it has an ability to heal our karmas, to grow our souls, and grow our relationship with God, and grow the energy of God within us. But surrender is easier said than understood, and it's certainly easier said than done. And I have to admit that I never really liked the word surrender. In fact, when I was much younger, I found it almost annoying. It sounded to me like giving up, like an abdication of personal responsibility for our growth, or going inert or helpless, or maybe even being vulnerable to be hurt. The whole notion of surrender was the white flag on the hilltop of some huge battle to me. And so none of those understandings of surrender ever really appealed to me. Now, I was a young psychology student, and I believed in looking at your issues and healing them and moving through them, and surrender just didn't naturally fit that model. And during that time as a psychology student, I, I remember I had this, he was a lovely person, a, a boyfriend of mine, but he wasn't that interested in examining his inner self or making any changes there, which to me at the time seemed to be like a grand dodge of taking responsibility for one's own personal development. Um, so when in the midst of one conversation, he said to me, well, I believe I just need to be and surrender. Well, I have to tell you, I rolled my eyes and I thought, oh, really? And I think somewhere later on in that conversation, I even sneered at him and said, well, I believe that God helps those who help themselves. So you can see where I was at at a certain time in my life. Uh, and it was huge judgment in my heart there, I admit that. And the relationship didn't last much longer beyond that conversation. And ironically, though, in 15 years later, I would see this as wisdom, these things that I rolled my eyes at, this statement, I believe I just need to be and surrender. <laughs> I would see it as wisdom. And today, in great irony, I am preaching to you today to let go and let God, to just be and surrender to God. And it would be my just desserts if he saw that I was giving a talk on surrender and he rolled his eyes and said, oh, uh, really? And I accept that. So first, apologies to him because I was judgmental at that time, and he was trying to speak some kind of truth that I could not hear. But as I embraced my spirituality, I did have to come to grips with what is surrender. 
And when I did come to grips with what is surrender, when I did feel that and see that and experience that, it was so profound an opening for me into my own soul nature and into the nature of God that I I feel it's really important for us to talk about surrender today and to get past some of the things that, if you're feeling them, that I felt back then to really deeply understand how we can engage this mechanism of God known as surrender. So the first thing we have to understand is what I didn't get back there, which is surrender is not giving up. It is not giving up, but it is giving away. Letting go to God. Letting go of all our negative reactions all of our angry feelings, all of our pain, all of our hatred, all of our auto-reactions that come from the blocks and pains and wounds and us, giving those away to God, surrendering that is one of the things that this means. It's not giving giving up at all. It is giving away how we keep ourselves separated from God, by having auto-reactions of pain and anger and fear and helplessness and hatred and heartbrokenness to the things that happen in our lives. But, you know, if you're really going to surrender to God, it's not just those negative things that you're giving away. It has to also be the good things that happen to you your accomplishments, your joys, your acts of goodness and charity in the world, that's a little harder to get your head wrapped around. Why would I even want to let those go to God? My teacher, Sri Kaleshwar, used to say that we have completely surrendering to God, whatever he's giving in your life, that's what you have to do. If you go to God for the negative, you have to go to God for the positive. Well, that one took me a while because I could see, as the the psychologist me could get the idea, hey, yeah, let's surrender all of our negative responses to God and, and release those from us and then try and take a higher stance. That made sense. But this giving away of our good acts, our accomplishments, hmm. But to understand that, this leads us to an essential understanding of the underlying true surrender. There is a prerequisite belief that illuminates the mechanism of surrender as a way of reaching God. And that underlying belief is that everything is a play of God or Mother Divine. Everything that happens to you in your life, whether it's good or bad, is God's play on you. On Mother Divine's play on you is how we understand it in the Vedic tradition. And if you truly understand this principle, that you are living inside an illusion, which is Mother Divine's 
automatic mechanism, God's auto mechanism for bringing you exactly what you need to experience and face and move through and have in order for your soul energy to grow. If you really understand that, then of course, everything has to be about God. Everything surrendered to God makes it higher. Because it is God who is playing this game with us. It is Mother Divine and Hermia who are playing this game with us for our benefit. It's like we're living in an illusion. We are living in an illusion. But, but we're living in an illusion that's a big manifesting machine. And what we manifest depends on our actions and reactions to everything that God the Maya mother brings to us. So when we surrender to that play, we are accepting the potential of our soul lessons. We are giving away everything that keeps us in some old play of our woundedness and our blocks and our automatic reactions and our hurts and our pains. And we are arriving at a higher state of our own soul energy. We are brought to a place where we are greater than what we were before that thing happened to us. And this is clearly not a passive thing. This is absolutely not giving up. It is absolutely not rolling over and being inert. It is not giving up, but going deeper in with awareness. Sri Yogananda once said, spiritual surrender means self-offering of one's will to God. It's not passive. It's an active surrender to the will of God. And that's what it takes. It takes actively seeing, actively knowing this is what God is bringing me. This play of the Maya, this play of the mother, this is what God is bringing me. Examining that and surrendering into it as your lesson, not surrendering into it, hey, just do whatever you want, I give up. No, surrendering into it as your lesson. Okay, you gave this to me. Now, what do I do with this? How do I become closer to you, God? By walking through this, what response do I need to take? What feeling can I create? How can I find unconditional love in this? How can I find your face, Mother Divine, your love, God, in this? So as the Bhagavad Gita says, actionlessness is not attained by simply avoiding actions. By forsaking work, no one reaches perfection. So we have to work for it. We have to surrender as an active concept of saying, I get it. This is your will somehow, God. Help me know what I can learn through experiencing this and then taking the courage to learn that. 
even when it's something so devastating as a personal illness, something horrifying and unspeakable, something that's potentially lethal like cancer. Why is this coming to me, God? If this is your act, why is this coming to me? What is it you want me to learn? What is it you want me to see? What is it you want me to gain by walking through this illness? I have a number of clients who have diagnosis of cancer that are, from the doctor's point of view, not particularly curable. And yet they're coming to a healer in the hopes of cure. Of course they are. But when we really dig in, what they find is there are so many lessons of that cancer for them that it was a strange and odd gift in their lives. For some, it was a gift to take time to care for themselves. For others, it was a gift to take time and recognition that their loved ones are more important than their job or a hundred possible, thousand possible lessons, each depending on the individual soul nature there. So even in these most devastating moments, a surrender into knowing that this is God's will in some way for your advancement, and then looking at that and taking your actions and learning that from there, It's an exquisite experience. And from this understanding that everything is a play of God, everything is a play of Mother Divine and the Maya for our soul advancement, then surrender is the natural act. It's the winning play here. Accepting God's action and discovering his or her will for our souls is enacting our highest potential. How do we do that? Well, first we have to give away whatever our auto-reaction has been to what God has given that we may not have liked so well. We have to give away our anger. We have to give away our pain. We have to give away our fear. We have to give away all those heartbroken, negative feelings and responses that are just natural human things. They're part of our past karmas. They're part of our past lives. They're part of our our makeup, our gunic makeup of our bodies and of our what we came in with. And so not blaming ourselves for having these reactions. It's normal. It's human. It is what happens. Instead, giving that away to God and saying, I don't need to be that. I know. I know this is your play on me. I get it. And I don't need to be these old reactions of anger or pain. Help me see what I need to be here. Help me find the states of your love, the states of your grace in this experience. We shift our consciousness to what is the lesson for us. And oftentimes, soul lesson is, in fact, just that attainment of that higher state of consciousness. How to, under the most difficult of circumstances, still find God. How to see God in all things. Sometimes that is the soul lesson. But there 
always saw lessons of unconditional love and forgiveness and gratitude and compassion and wholeness and unity. Those are the soul lessons. And when we attain those states within us and take our actions from there, our soul increases. So, strangely enough, it does seem that God does help those who help themselves, but as a mechanism of surrender. But God also helps those who help others. And it is surrender of our actions in helping others that makes that principle work in its highest that gives God the chance to give us the greatest help from giving help to others. And this is our second major point about surrender. And we see it in the Bhagavad Gita, which said, perform all actions forsaking attachment to their fruits, being indifferent to success and failure. This mental evenness is termed yoga. You know, if we do good works, that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. Even, no, even if you're felt pushed into doing it, even if you're doing it for the worst reasons, still doing good works is a positive thing. But if we want the greatest response from God for our good works, if we want God to help those who help others, then we need to perform our actions from a place that is not about our own pains and woundedness again. We need to use it as a way of being engaged in something that transforms us away from our lower needs and our desires and our pains and our issues and transforms us into a vehicle of God. If we do our good works from a need to be rewarded for that or to feel good about ourselves, or to feel loved or appreciated and acknowledged by others, we're really just doing it from our own underlying blocks of feeling unloved, unworthy, needing acclaim, needing recognition. And sometimes we walk into it, we do a good deed, we think we're, we're not doing it for any of those reasons, but then nobody does acclaim us or nobody does love us or nobody does seem to mention how fabulous we were in doing that. And you know what? We feel a little hurt. Okay, then guess what? that was still running underneath there for you. Or perhaps we feel we want to help others because we want them to heal. We want them to be better. Well, I think healers fall into that one quite a bit. Part of our own self-esteem that we, we work with somebody we want to see that they actually got better on the physical level. Okay, but who is that really for? Is that for you? When you work with someone as a healer, are you not just offering it up to God to do God, for God to decide what is highest for this person as of the outcome? You have to. And sometimes we want to change them. You know, that's, that's a typical one in relationship. But wanting to change the other is really all about ourselves, isn't it? It's a giveaway of our power. Because unless they change, I can't be happy. So I need them to change. But it's really all about our personal needs. It's really all about our pain, our issue with that person. So it doesn't matter 
what of these lower desires is driving your good works? If it's the underlying driving energy of that, you are not in a state of God, and God cannot give back to you in the highest. You have to surrender that action to God and really know that this is God's work, not yours. Everything on this planet is God's choice, God's will, God's action. We go back to that first principle. And if that's the case, good works definitely fit in that category. The alternate stance here for us that is surrender to God and God's will is to just open up and be a conduit of God's energy flowing through us. To just in that moment choose to be our highest self and be God's hands in the world with no expectation of, of anything happening from that. People may not change. It may not work. And that's okay. And they may not revere us for it. And they may not even notice. And that's okay. Because our only goal in this is to be a conduit of God's energy flowing through us. And we can only do that by putting aside our own needs and our own expectations. We are only an instrument of God when it is God's will that is flowing through us, when it is God's energy that is flowing through us, not our own blocks and needs and desires. And then when we do it that way, it's not us acting. We're not the doers anymore. And that state when you get there is so absolutely clear. You're saying things you would have never thought of yourself. You're doing things that are not coming from you. And there is this exquisite flow of divine energy through you. It, it, it's, it is a sublime state of connection with God. So beyond getting our soul lessons from the state of surrender, surrender also connects us to the soul of God. By embodying the consciousness of God, by choosing the higher states of consciousness instead of our lower auto-reactions, and by choosing to allow that energy to flow through us with no expectation or desire, we find ourselves in connection with the God around us and within us. As Anandamai Ma said, what will be the result of your surrender to Him, to God? None will seem alien, and all will be your very own self. Yes. You will be one with the state of God, which makes no one a stranger. They're all interconnected. No one is an alien. They are your own self. We are all part of God. We are all an energy of God here on this planet, living in an energy of God and Mother Divine and Maya in order to become closer to and reveal God within that illusion. And surrender is a key mechanism.
to experiencing that. So how is it we do this difficult thing, surrender? Number one, we have to believe that it all comes in our lives as a lesson of God. Everything that comes, good and bad, is God's will to get us to see our lessons for our soul advancement. That the mother's play, even her maya, even her difficult things, are there for us to increase our soul energy. Second, we need to look for that soul lesson there and grab it. Even in those times of illness and pain and times when we feel that maybe God has forsaken us, still we have to know God is there trying to get us to see something greater than what we are feeling in that moment. And we have to go looking for it, no matter how difficult. That's not giving up. That's not inactive. That is courageous. It is the ultimate of self-discovery and of discovery of God. We have to examine our reactions to what comes. And oftentimes, our reactions and changing those are the lesson. We have to give away those reactions of pain, shock, anger, victim. And we have to find a place that is beyond those reactions. Switching our consciousness to the higher state of our soul, to God, to Mother Divine, to the possibilities of our highest enlightenments. And then we let that energy of God and Mother Divine flow through us. Just be there. Surrender into that true energy of us and that true energy of God and Mother Divine. And when we have experienced it and are filled with it, we take our actions from there. So I may have thought as a young woman, and as a woman eager to achieve and filled with a sense of self-responsibility for everything, that surrender was giving up and turning over and being inert and really not taking responsibility for who we are and what we need to be learning here. But I was wrong. Surrender is the path to our greatest learning, to our greatest openness, to our greatest possibilities of our soul, and to a sublime relationship with the soul of God within us. This is Cindy Lindsay Rael for Divine Lineage. You have been listening to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken. With your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Namaste. Namaste.